Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Strikeout number 1000 at Bush Stadium for Adam Wainwright. It's Redbirds pitcher Adam Wainwright on 101 ESPN. Third time through the lineup, he strikes out seven and he strikes out the side in the seventh inning. Presented by Chick-fil-A. Earn points on your next mobile order with the Chick-fil-A app. Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker, and we go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. It is Wednesdays with Wayno with Cardinal right-hander and all-around great guy Adam Wainwright. Good morning, sir. How are you? Doing great, guys. How are y'all? Doing well. Uh, we want to start with the hidden baseball yesterday. Uh, you put it up on your social media that uh, there was a baseball hidden inside the ballpark. We want to know if somebody found it and where it was. Apparently, somebody did find it, um, and it was one of our... Uh, Stadium frequenters, um, we occasionally call them autograph hounds. They will, uh, they'll be there every day waiting for us at the gate. Uh, but you know, his name's—I think his name's Jacob. Jacob's uh, a guy who's dedicated, man. He was there and he looked for it. I put it in a pretty hard spot too, but I gave a clue. Uh, the picture of a—it was on top of a little hot dog stand up on, I think, the third level. Way up, you know, not not an easy place to find, not an easy place to reach either. But um, I think I think from what I heard, Jacob is the one who who found it. Um, next time, I'll give an even less of a hint uh, because it seemed like that that had a good response. So I'm just, you know, I like having fun. It seemed like people were having fun with it, so that's, that's great. Well, Adam, you hid the baseball during your day after pitching old man walk, and we've talked to you about so many things. I don't think we've ever even talked to you about your walks after you pitch, and you did this one at Bush Stadium. I'm curious, is there any part of Bush Stadium that you haven't been to yet? Uh, I'm sure there is, but it I don't know what that would be. I've 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 been scouring through there pretty I mean, yeah, I've even seen all the storage areas, I think. Um, but uh there's probably something you know that I've that I haven't been in. I don't know if I've been in Mr. Dewitt's office. Uh, that might be the only place. Well, it seems like you might have to go visit him on your next walk. And I also want to know how do you get your inspiration for the music that you choose when you do your day after pitching old man walks? It's usually just whatever you know feeling I have. One time, my daughter Bailey Grace, who's in the car with me right now, um, she hi Bailey, hi Bailey, on Mendez Radio. <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh, Sean uh, Mendez Radio, she nice. Recommended, uh, John Mendez Radio. Uh, yesterday, my walk, uh, MLB, the MLB network followed me around and, and uh, videoed the whole process. And uh, one of the uh, crew on that, on that, one of the crew members of that crew was named Jameson. And Jameson recommended um, Led Zeppelin Radio, which went, which ended up being an incredible radio station. The Beatles, and Rolling Stones, and Jimi Hendrix, it was just a great choice. That was a that's a, 
you know, I can't believe I had never done that before. They're so legendary. But uh, that was that was the first time I had done Led Zeppelin radio on an old man walk, and it was great. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> hey, Wayno, you are such an empathetic guy, and you're, you're so caring, and especially around your teammates, you, you worry about how they're doing. So when this happens over the course of the last several days to Jack Flaherty, what sort of communication have you had with him? What sort of inspiration have you tried to provide for Jack? Well, I mean, it's, you know, there's really nothing you can do or say to make someone 100% feel better in the moment like that because you just feel so bad for him because he's just trying his hardest to get back and, and everybody's pouring a lot of time and effort into getting him back because he's a very important part of our team. Um, but, you know, having gone through injuries before, it, it is something that I can speak to experience, you know, through experience from. So, uh he he's taking it, you know, the best he can. He knows it's not a serious it's not it's not something that's gonna keep him out all year, but it is a frustrating deal that you know, felt like right when he was coming back, you know, he was throwing ninety five miles an hour in his bullpen session the last time before game started. He was his arm was feeling great and then it just kinda took a turn south a little bit. But uh I d I don't think it's anything that anybody's worried about it's gonna take him out for a long time. It's just something that it's frustrating because he wants to be back so bad helping our team, and we want him back too. He is essentially three, four weeks into spring training, and we always hear in spring training about a dead arm. Have you ever dealt with that three, four weeks into spring training? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's something that everybody's gone through as a pitcher. As, as long as – if you've done it for a while, it's something you're going to go through, and it's something you're going to have to get through. And and uh, it's just – you know, it's it's something that you can get through in spring training while still, you know, maintaining – your work level and still, you know, knowing and expecting it to, to be done with. But at the big league level during games that count, you know, it's a lot to put on your team, um, if, especially if you're not stretched out yet. And he wasn't really stretched out where he needed to be yet. So it was smart of him to shut it down so that, that nothing, you know, coming off a shoulder uh, injury, is, it was smart of him to shut it down so nothing else bad happens. Adam, I want to talk to you about your latest catcher, Yvonne Herrera. We know you and Yachty are so connected. You've had a, a steady battery mate for a long time. But give us a scouting report on what it was like to throw to Yvonne Herrera. Well, I thought he, he, you know, he's got a lot of talent. He's got, he's got, he moves around really well. He's got a good arm. Um, he, called a, he called a really good game. He and I were on the same page most of the game. Uh, I was proud of him. I thought he did great. He's, he's got some work to do. Uh, is what he'll he'd tell you the same thing. You know, he's got some work to do. He's a young player. He's he's learning, and the big league level is a is a, is a hard place to learn. Uh, I wish we had our our man Yadier here to to really help school him a little bit. Um, but uh, he, I I thought he did great. You know, I was real proud of him. He's he kept his his head cool in the in the big moments when we had runners on base. He he stayed calm and and uh, kept his wits about him. Moved around really well. I thought he did great. Adam Wainwright with us on 101 ESPN. And, uh, Wayno, you've told us before that your favorite pitcher to watch is the guy that's going tonight for the Marlins, Sandy Alcantara. It's not as fun to watch him when he when he's going against the Cardinals. <laughs> but, boy, has he turned into something, hasn't he? Man, he is something. He is incredible. Uh, he's, a, he's a guy that's one of the most talented people in all the big leagues. Going to throw a ball 100 miles an hour. It sinks a foot. I mean, it's you know, it's really kind of remarkable what he can do with the ball. But his changeup, and I told him last time I, see, I saw him, I told him he had to he had to start saying no offense 
if you're going to throw a changeup harder than my best fastball of the season every time you throw a changeup, you have to look out there and say, with all due respect, Adam, this is a changeup. You know, like, you know, give the old man a little little respect here. But, uh, no, I, I love Sandy. He's such a hard worker, too, such a good teammate. Um, those guys are lucky to have him over there. And, and what an incredible pitcher. You know what I love about him, too? This is it's not He's not just a thrower. Sandy is a pitcher. You know, he's out there. He's, he could he could go out there and just let it eat 100-plus every pitch and just kind of fire it wherever he wants to. But he's working in and out. He's working up and down now even, too. He's, work, oh he's, uh, he's working that change-up in, got a little slider to go with. I mean, it's fun to watch him pitch, and he is, that's what he is as a pitcher. He really is. He's such a great talent. And one of my favorite things to do is read the Cardinals magazine. Whenever I get it, I devour it cover to cover. And I love reading your article in there, Adam in the Garden, where you take uh, your favorite Bible verse of the moment and you write about it. Uh, We've never talked about this, I don't think, on this show, which is surprising because we've talked about things that are so important to you, baseball, your family. But we know that your faith is something that's really important to you, too. How do you choose what to write about when you have to write Adam in the Garden? Well, Elizabeth Meineke, uh, who works for the Cardinals, does a great job of of uh, interviewing me during those those processes. And and uh, Elizabeth and I sit down. She'll call me, and then and she'll go, "All right, it's time for your uh, for your for your verse. What what are you going to go with?" And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> you know, sometimes I've sometimes I've been thinking about that and really game planning what I'm going to talk about. And sometimes that's that's a, a move in the Holy Spirit where it just kind of comes to me in the moment. But, you know, I have my, I have my biblical heroes, too, my favorites that, um, that I talk about and, and uh, write about and, and, and have written about. Because I led a, led a Bible study through social media for a couple of years in a row and, and uh, just learned a lot in that process. But, you know, you learn, you learn who you kind of click with, too, um, who, who really re- you relate to and who who inspires you in the Bible. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of characters to go with. So it's not something that, um, that there's short on material, if you know what I mean. So I just, I don't know. It's a really cool thing that they do there to let me have that for, I mean, last night, actually a, a guy, uh, cause he looked at the ball that I signed. Sometimes I'll sign my signature in a Bible verse under it. And somebody said, uh, Hey Adam, please keep religion out of baseball. And I, and I was just thinking, you know, how do I respond to that? Because, mm-hmm. Um, if you watch me play, or if you get to know me, um, my faith is is really what makes me who I am. So uh, if you get me, you're going to get some of that, whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not, and and hopefully, I try not to be like in your face, you know, preaching at you all the time. Hopefully, what I'm doing is uh, is living that out and walking my faith out every day uh, in a natural kind of way, so that um, the people ask questions, but. But they shouldn't have to to have me preaching at them all the time. I should be preaching a little bit with the way I live. Well, we definitely think you are, Adam. I'm just curious, is that something that's prevalent in the clubhouse? Is that something that you and your teammates share in is your faith? I missed I said, is that something that you guys talk about in the clubhouse? Do you do you and your teammates share in your faith? Absolutely. We have, uh, you know, we'll have 20 guys in chapel. Um, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have you know, 10 to 12 guys in Bible studies when we get together on the road. And, and, uh, it is a, it is a great time of growth off, off the field, which is a very, very important thing in whatever that is, right. If that's fantasy football, or if that's, if that's, uh, uh, getting together for Bible studies or big league dinners, 
growing together off the field is what helps players grow more on the field together and click better. And, and we have an incredible group of guys that get together and, 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 you know, do life together. It's more than just playing baseball. We're, we're trying to do life together also. Adam, one of my favorite stories is when you kept inviting, and you mentioned you're not in your face with it, but you would invite Chris Carpenter to your, to your golf tournament every year, the, the one down in Georgia, and he declined, 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 and then one year he accepted. And, and all you had to do was be consistent with him, right? And finally you got him down there, and it changed his life. Well, it did. It, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to be part of his story because he's such a big part of my story. You know, he helped me. Um, is such an incredible mentor on the baseball field and learning pitching and and uh, how to get hitters out and how to be a professional and 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 I was able to to turn around and sort of walk him through and and, and almost be his mentor in in uh, in a spiritual in a spiritual way. So um, that's that's a it's a it's an amazing thing for me to to feel like I was a part of because um, so many people have poured into me. It's nice to be able to pour into to somebody who who actually made such a difference in my own life. Hey, I wanted to ask you one more thing, because every every Wednesday, Michelle and I start our show with this. Guess what day it is, huh? Pump day! <laughs> so I'm wondering, with the baseball player and the baseball schedule, is there a hump day? Does Wednesday mean anything different to you than Sunday does? <laughs> what day is Wednesday? Well, it's Wednesdays with Wayno Day, and it's hump day. <laughs> what I mean is, I don't even know what day it is at all. I know it starts with a Y, and we got a baseball game. That's really what. That's that's what I know, and I, I know it's Sunday because we have we have chapel, and and sometimes we have Sunday night baseball, and uh, you know sometimes we'll have Wednesday day games. Sometimes we have Thursday day games. You know sometimes we have Monday day games. So that's kind of hard to keep up with. But honestly, once the game, once the season starts. Um, if you ask almost any baseball player what day of the week it is, they have no idea. You know, and they'll say, "Hey, what are you doing for so and so holiday?" And you're like, uh, "I don't know when that is," <laughs> because we play on all the holidays, so it's not like we get those times off to kind of plan around or whatever. So every day is the same to us uh, until the game's over, until the seasons are over, almost. I mean, you know, there, there's there's a couple of days here and there where you go, "Oh yeah, I know why today is July 4th or whatever." Mm-hmm. But, other than that, you're just out there playing, Randy. You don't even know what's going on. Yeah, and that's great. I love that, the, the, just the consistent rhythm of a baseball season, and that's part of it is, is not knowing what day it is. Hey, so many incredible things happening with uh, Big League Impact. We, we've had some great events that raised a lot of money over the course of the last month, but it doesn't end, and I know that you're so proud of so many players that are partaking of uh, what they can do with their platform for Big League Impact. Yeah, especially. we got tons of guys around the league doing – doing uh, programs this year and and uh, right here in st louis miles michaelis is we have a thing called the all win campaign when 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 the cardinals win everybody wins we we're supporting some great things each player has pledged a certain amount of money per win um miles michaelis supporting the the crisis aid women's shelter in st louis that uh has rescued and houses people from um trafficking i mean it's just crazy that that's going on in the united states um tommy tommy Edmund is supporting the, the public schools of St. Louis Foundation, and that is a, a really cool thing. They're they're buying um, the technology in the classrooms that these kids need to go out and and do their do their homework and study and have all the resources they need within the classroom. Um, 
Goldschmidt is, is supporting um, uh, Habitat for Humanity. They're building a house, actually, this year through, through his uh, all-win campaign. And uh, I'm, I'm supporting the Crisis Aid Community Outreach, which is uh, providing meals for local families in need. Um, so that's just right here in St. Louis, what we're doing with the Cardinals through the all-win campaign. People can get on at bigleagueimpact.org and join in with us uh, for our all-win campaigns. Each win we do is going to support those, initiative, those initiatives right away. All the money goes directly towards those initiatives. It's a really cool thing. And, and, and uh, also, fantasy football, it's on the horizon. We're almost there. It's almost time to start thinking about it. And, and uh, we're going to be doing our great fantasy football event at Bush Stadium this year again, too. I'm still suffering over missing the playoffs by two points mm. last year. But I'll, I'll rebound. I'll rebound this year, Adam. I'll be back. That's right. If you if you win first place, you don't have to worry about two points, Randy. You know, you can... <laughs> point well taken, Mister Wainwright. <laughs> you got me there. Hey, we're so thankful for what you do for our community, and so thankful that you join us every Wednesday. We know that it's a special day for us. So uh, have a great day. Uh, tell Bailey we said thanks for taking uh, sharing her dad with uh, with your time with us this morning. I'll tell her she's right here. I'm proud of her. We're dropping her off. She's helping with uh, Crisis Day today. She's gonna. She's going to be volunteering in, in our community here in St. Louis. So uh, she's making me proud. Absolutely. And we're proud of her, too. Awesome. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. See you guys. See you later. That's Adam Wainwright, Wednesdays with Wayno on 101 ESPN. By the way, in addition to getting a Sunjoy on Wednesdays, and part of the proceeds from every Sunjoy sold on Wednesdays goes to Big League Impact, but our friends at Chick-fil-A now are also offering you, on the day after Albert Pujols hits a home run, mm-hmm. everybody in St. Louis, everybody in St. Louis gets a free waffle fry with the Chick-fil-A app the next day. So Albert hits a home run today. Tomorrow, you have that Chick-fil-A app downloaded. You get free waffle fries at Chick-fil-A. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.